This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that is number one among the Podball hosts. <laughs> the hosts are Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? He also has the Ultra Quachis podcast. Literally, dia makan kuachi je in that podcast. <laughs> also, we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. He's the secret host of Malaysia's top My Little Pony fanfic podcast. Guilty as charged. Now, let's start off with the uh, Champions League, guys. Uh, Chelsea had their first match at the new manager, Graham Potter. And it ended in a one-all draw. Raheem Sterling put the Blues ahead before Salzburg sealed the equaliser, thanks to a Chelsea mistake. Uh, this and their earlier defeat to Zagreb leaves Chelsea at the bottom of their group. Guys, is it safe to assume that their chances of making it to the next stage are similar to me getting a date with an international supermodel? Well, at least Chelsea has a mathematical chance <laughs> of making the knockout round. <laughs> Uh, no, but but um, y- y- you're right. You know, uh, I-, I think they've left themselves with a little bit too much to do at this point, uh, barring some kind of collapse by by Milan, Zagreb, and Salzburg in the following ties. I don't think Chelsea are, are, are likely to make it out of the group stage, uh, but they might make it into the Europa League. <laughs> no, it's so, yeah, so they'll be keeping their fingers crossed. But uh, you, you have to admit that in the draw against Salzburg. That was a much better performance from Chelsea compared to their opening defeat. Uh, they appeared to have a, a more of a sense of purpose this time around, and, and at least they looked like they knew what they were they were doing, you know. And Potter also showed that he's willing to take chances, willing to, to take a gamble because he played Raheem Sterling in that in that a bit of an ad, advanced wing back yeah. position, right? And it worked because he scored. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it also showed that because I say it's a gamble there are pros and cons the pro is he scored the con is that like Faisal said it was a mistake by Sterling who was caught in an advanced position allowing Salzburg to to then score their equaliser so it's a much better performance but I think think it's still a bit of a 50-50 kind of a situation improvements have been made but uh, there's still work to be done I think yeah, and um, the the Salzburg Salzburg's equaliser. I think it was a bit of a controversy because there was a foul. I think at the end of the at the other side of the pitch before before Salzburg scored the equaliser. And back to your point, Nick, uh, that Graham Potter is taking is taking a gamble on the tactics. Um, the wing backs Kukureya and Sterling. I think they were they were oftenly caught off position whenever Salzburg yeah. was on the attack. So I think if Graham Potter wants more time. <laughs> at Chelsea, <laughs> he needs to fix that. Uh, I think offensively, I don't think they have they they've they've got a problem because they've created multiple chances in the match. They just could not finish it, um, like Faisal, I guess. But but back to Faisal's question, I think I think they still might make it to the round of sixteen. <laughs> Are you serious, dude? <laughs> Now, okay, like you mentioned just now, right, um, about about whether he can actually last, <laughs> unlike me, uh, Chelsea have promised to give uh, Potter time to thought, sort things out. But come on, guys, it is Chelsea. Their de- definition of enough time is five weeks, Ken. 
Yeah, but <laughs> I really, really hate to say this because I, I don't really see Graham Potter staying at Chelsea that long because previously he's kind of that lamp. He has that Lampard vibe, you know. He <laughs> wasn't from wow. a big team. Wasn't from a big team. At, at least Lampard played for Chelsea, so yeah. Potter wasn't at Blues mm. at least. So I hope that he does well just to hopefully be at Stamford Bridge till the end of the season. Um, but oh. I really, I really don't want to jinx Potter right now. <laughs> but, but, but that's the thing. He needs to deliver results fast. I don't care what they say about, oh, we'll, we'll give him time and all that. They won't. Yeah. You know, especially at a club like Chelsea, he better win matches and start delivering results. Uh, yeah, otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I heard that the bare minimum is Champions League qualification. So if, if not, bye-bye Potter. Uh, more on Chelsea later, but for now, let's move on to other uh, Champions League matches. Man City defeated Borussia Dortmund 2-1. Uh, the winning goal was scored by some youngster. I think his name was Erling Haaland. Never heard of him, but he does seem a bit promising. Eh? Yeah, I think he, he, had, he barely had any chances in the match. And the, chan- the only chance that he got, he scored. And when Pep Guardiola says that that goal reminded him of Johan Cruyff, that is some, mm. some compliments from, from Pep Guardiola. Um, he's what, he's scored 13 goals now, Harlan? Yeah, In 13. eight matches, so that's more than a goal per game average. Uh, he's doing, I think he has been exceeding expectations since his mm-hmm. transfer to City. Uh, he has been playing his part. He is the most integral part, I guess, uh, on City's offense. Uh, they, they did came back. Uh, they were 1-0 down and... Mm. I'm pretty sure he was great scoring against his own team, his <laughs> old team. Yeah. If he travels around the world, does that make him a Haaland Globetrotter? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but, but see, that's the thing. Picking up a bit on, on what Karam said about how he, he didn't have that many chances, Dortmund actually kept him very quiet over the match but it, it, he's that kind of striker that he's not the kind where you know, he, he takes the ball and, and creates chances for himself and all that he's very much that, that target man kind of player you know and I, I will admit I, I never thought at the beginning of the season that a player like that could settle in at City let alone thrive and, and be mm. scoring like this now but he has pulled it off and, and City, I guess, deserves some credit for, for, for pulling it off as well. Mm-hmm. Also, Bayern Munich beat Barcelona 2-0, uh, presumably by pointing at Robert Lewandowski and going, ha-ha! <laughs> uh, Liverpool, 2-1 win over Ajax. Tottenham lost 2-0 to Sporting Lisbon. Real Madrid, 2-0 win over Leipzig. Uh, Juventus lost 2-1 to Benfica. Uh, this weekend, some Premier League matches will kick off following last weekend's postponements. Uh, some others will not take place, though, due to preparations for the Queen's funeral. Uh, these postponed matches include uh, Chelsea v Liverpool, Man United against Leeds, and uh, Brighton um, Brighton against Crystal Palace. However, leaders Arsenal will be in action, so good news for Karam. They're away at Brentford, Man City travel to Wolves, Leicester are away to Tottenham. As for the others, do you really care? <laughs> uh, catch all these matches and more live on Astro Sports channels. Now let's get back to uh, Chelsea. Recently, their owner Todd Bowley made a few suggestions that were, shall we say, interesting. Uh, first up, he proposed an EPL All-Star match, uh, Northern versus Southern teams, with the uh, money raised being channeled to the lower divisions. 
Okay, on paper it's a good idea, but as Jurgen Klopp pointed out, the schedule is too packed. I mean, it can work in America because the big sports they have longer breaks, right? Yeah, um, and as we know that EPL doesn't have any winter breaks, any breaks at all. The the, the, the schedule is very very packed. But I really really like the idea from Todd Bowley because who wouldn't want to see twenty two All Star players in in the same pitch playing against each other? Yeah. So yeah, kind of like. Haaland, Salah, others in the same team. Exactly, and it'll be a great, great perspective, I guess, for 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 football. Um, uh, maybe, just maybe, the the FA can introduce a winter break now <laughs> to slot in this. <laughs> just slot in the All Star game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I actually think otherwise. I I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, yes, the the packed fixture list is is of course a huge factor here but uh, do we really need another meaningless game i mean we, we've got like epl matches fa cup matches even the league cup you know criticize it all you want it's it's got some significance mm-hmm. to it you know yes it would be nice to see all these you know your, your favorite players together but uh, i i i don't know it it's it's an extra game that doesn't have much mm. meaning. I don't know how much entertainment value there will be, and and, and depending on when in, in in the season you have this, players might not really want to you know go yeah, all yeah. out. You know, mm-hmm. especially you know you did they want to get injured if it's at the beginning of the season they don't want to get injured because they've got their 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 teams, the clubs will be worried. If it's after the season, you know, what if there's the World Cup mm. or the Euro and all that? Mm. So, like you said, on paper it's a good idea, but. In reality, I, I'm, I'm personally not so sure. Right. The other thing that Bully said was that he cannot rule out Chelsea joining the European Super League uh, if it is reviled. Well, that is going to go down well with fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how it's going to be revived again after all that, all that kerfuffle that the that the Super League created. Financially, I think it would be great for Chelsea if it does be if it does revived, but. Uh, yeah, ethically and from the other aspects, I don't yeah. think that it'll go down well with with the Chelsea supporters or with any supporters. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I wonder if he actually knows the kind of you know public backlash mm. that that the, the the initial idea received. But but in in, in a way, you you, you kind of understand why he would support something like this, you know, because like Aram said, it's all about the, the, the Super League was all about the money, and mm. then he's one of those investors that came into into football to make money, not for the love of the game quote unquote mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of not surprising that that you know he he would be a fan of it <laughs> okay speaking of stupid ideas uh, formula 1 ceo stefano domenicalis he recently proposed uh, shakeups for race weekends one of the ideas to bring a uh, reserve sprint races now we already had something like that in the italian gp basically it was a reverse grid because all the top drivers started at the back due to engine changes yeah his other proposal was to introduce championship points for free practice. Uh, on the whole, this made as much sense as sending a poorly trained and equipped army to invade Ukraine. I'm not saying who. <laughs> Please don't poison me. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of the Podball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in. But before we go, I just want to say, you know, it is okay to say no sometimes. We all feel like we're obliged to say yes because it's the nice thing to do. Uh, but if it makes you feel uncomfortable, respect your own boundaries. Tell them no. 
like how pe- how people are saying no to the EPL All Stars. <laughs> I am Faisal Merikan. I am Karami Kamel, and I'm Nicholas John. <laughs>